Junior Nation, now more than ever, exclusive, entertaining, and free content from the world of Dale Earnhardt Jr. is no further away than your fingertips. It's all thanks to Dale Jr.'s Dirty Mo' Radio presented by Exalta. All eight Dirty Mo' Radio podcasts are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course, DaleJr.com. So whether you're at home, at work, in the gym, on the run, or just hanging out, Dirty Mo' Radio gives Junior Nation its newest and most versatile way yet to plug directly into the world of Earnhardt anytime, anywhere. This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Hey, everybody, I'm Carson. And I'm Kelly, and you're listening to Fastlane Family, brought to you by Bedhead by TG. For a full range of professional styling products, allowing you to express your own personal style, from work to play, light hold or stronghold, visit fantasticsams.com for a salon location near you. All right, Carson, we're back in the Exalted Studio for another Fastlane Family, and my goodness, you have to be tired. I am. You are. I'm really tired. I... Flew in on the red eye last night. I mean, you know this. I flew in on the red eye last night from California. We got here at like 6.30 this morning. And I went straight home and went straight to bed. And I just woke up at like 4 p.m. I know. You you (laughs) missed our original recording time this morning. (laughs) Yeah, but it was for the better. It was for the better. Probably was for the better. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Because we have more time now. Exactly. We have more time. And you have a little sleep on your side, which probably makes for a happier car. Exactly. Exactly. Everything happens for a reason. Your mama knows you. Yeah. So red eyes, they're tough. I mean, everybody thinks, oh, you sleep on the red eye, but technically you only have four hours. No, exactly. You know? Like, and it feels like a long time because you leave California at 10 and you get here at six and like, oh, like that sounds like a long time, but it's not. You lost three and hours. It, it takes me quite a while to be able to fall asleep on a plane. So I probably spent the first hour trying to sleep and then I finally fell asleep before you knew we were on the ground. But it's like, it's just, it's hard. So give me a little preview. How long is it going to take you to get back in sync here at home? I don't know, Mom. We've done this plenty of times. You should know. We've done the whole coming back from California thing lots of times. I mean. I, know, I thought I could use this opportunity to get a little insight, and then it wouldn't be it wouldn't be this mom-daughter fight conversation later. Give me a week. Give you a week? A whole week. My goodness. Give me a week to be just 100% back Oh, okay. Tomorrow. Okay. You think you'd be 50% by tomorrow? <laughs> I don't know. With my 12-hour nap I got today, maybe. I know, and now you your season starts at Millbridge tomorrow this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of my my poor dad. He got home. We got home this morning too, and he's got like three go karts to build by tomorrow. Which oh no, that's where I get my procrastination from. But we won't go he's there. So all nighters. We are racing tomorrow, and we've been racing out in California. So been racing, racing, racing. Yeah, how'd you do in California? Actually, pretty good. I got there. Well, I, was I know there. how you did, but tell yeah. everybody else how you did. I got there. <laughs> I was there for two weeks, so I raced two weekends in a row. I raced the first weekend. I qualified okay. Like, qualifying there is pretty tough, and this racetrack has, like, a ton of competition, and it's a hard hard track to figure out your line and all that good stuff. So, qualified decent, whatever, and then I ran, like, ninth in the A-Main, and it was my first A-Main that I ever made at Red Bluff, which Yay! is a hard thing to do. It really, a lot of people don't, don't get it until they go there like my friend Ethan he races with me at Millbridge and he'd never been there till and he came out there from like February to March and he said he goes I thought you guys were just like messing with me like just trying to scare me by saying like how how it was and we're like no was. like <laughs> it is so I've only ran there in opens five times and I finally made my first A on the third try fourth try 
So this past weekend was West Coast Nationals, and we raced Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So Friday we practiced and qualified, and then Saturday we qualified again. So we you pay like twenty more dollars to requalify because the track is way faster. Which don't get me started on that; it's pretty pointless. But paying so, twenty dollars or requalifying again? Both. <laughs> or, okay, exactly. qualifying the first day is pointless. It should just be either like Friday and Saturday or Saturday and Sunday. You don't gotta qualify to just to requalify. So qualified eighth. And then I won my first heat race, but I rolled underneath a red flag, so I got DQ'd, or I got docked two spots. So what, oh, so literally, like, you're supposed to stop when so the red flag comes out. So, let me tell you what okay. So, we were coming off a of four, right? And somebody was flipped on the front stretch right at the flag stand. We were coming off a of four, and the red light came on, and he said, red, red, red. And it was coming to the checkers. So, I was still digging. I'm like, I'm about to win the heat race. Like, I'm still going. Like, hello. Not only did you make the A main, but you're going to win your heat race. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, well, you needed passing points, and I started in the back. So, I'm like, I need to win this. Like, come on. So, I was still going. So, then I'm like, okay. Like, they didn't say anything under the race receiver. Like, I stopped once I got to turn one. Like, I stopped. And they didn't say anything in the race receiver. So, I got out, like, when I went back to the trailer. And then somebody came over, and they're like, oh, they docked you two spots. So, so you weren't stopped and then rolled. You just were going to get to the checker flag. You're racing back to the flag, essentially. Yeah. But yeah. it was red. Yeah. yeah. Got it. So yeah. it was a mistake on my part, but then again, like, it was kind well, of... Well, the adrenaline was probably Kind of flowing. a stupid call, yeah. in my opinion, but whatever. <laughs> so I ended up finishing third in that one. And then the second heat race, I won that one from the back, too. Partially to prove a point and partially because car was on a rail. So then, so I was real good in points. I was sitting, like, fifth in points. So then we ran the pole shuffle Saturday night, which is you put, like, the top ten cars in points, and they go out there two at a time and whoever they go two laps and whoever beats them back to the line then the next person goes out and then finally you get to the pole so i had to race my dad in that i watched that <laughs> and dad dad beat me because the bottom he got was, a good race he got well, a good the bottom, start anybody and, that yeah. started on the bottom won it yeah. and i don't know why i gave him the bottom but you could have oh, really, picked yeah whoever rolled well, out there no, first the got better to pick. question is why didn't he give you the bottom no <laughs> no no we're racing we're not father and daughter when we're on the racetrack we're competitors okay so you were sitting in the infield so i couldn't watch the other cars so i like i re couldn't really tell like the, the, like I could see him coming off of four and going into one, but I couldn't see like the rest of it, so I didn't know. So and I had been good on the top all weekend, so I just picked the top. Well, it was not good. So I started sixth in the race, and then I spun early and ended up running like eighth or ninth. So it was good. It was good, good to weekend. make West Coast Nationals right off the bat. Like I didn't even have to go to B Main or anything like that. So, I know that's awesome. And everybody was so surprised, and I'm like, listen, guys, I am just as surprised as all y'all. I was like, I don't know where this came from. I don't know what's going on, but it was it was fun. It was it's good to go out there and put together a good weekend, and it's a good confidence booster. So I have to tell my mom's story because I told this to someone earlier. <laughs> so you know, the mom, I think you do great in everything, right? And you know, you're always good. You're always beautiful. You're always everything that's perfect and fine. Aww. So. However, when I usually text you, you know, I'm like, oh, you did so good. And you're like, mom, I spun out. I blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. Right? I do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So let me finish. When the race is done and I watched it and, you know, I know that there was 64 cars and how good she did it. Da, 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 but I knew that she spun. And I knew she probably wasn't happy with that. And so I write her and I said, you know, I know you probably didn't have your best race. And she writes me back and she's like, mom. I finished eighth out of 64 cars. I did really good. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. I am damned if I do and damned if I don't. It's, oh, I just, it's like, it's like, I, I just know what I did wrong. And then I get mm. down on myself about it. So but then I wrote back and I'm like, I know, baby, I'm always proud of you. 
Uh, I always think you do good. Uh, I know other moms can relate to that. So this is our second show together. We survived that first one. I thought we did pretty good, but we've got a topic that we got to follow up on, which is the cat. The cat. Gracie. I've calmed down quite a bit about it. Oh, good. So we can actually have a good adult-like conversation. conversation. Yeah, we can. We can. Good. Because it's been a few weeks and I've had some time to gather myself. Yep. So the good news is we found a home for the cat and the the owners um, love the cat. It is a girl uh, around my age, and she her mom lives with her, so she got Gracie as a companion for the mom, and Gracie just loves it there. They send us pictures, and uh, she went and got spayed, and she's just all happy in her home. The bad news is the day that we took her to the new house, Carson was at home, and she didn't get to say bye. I'm nobody sorry. also, also, let me just add this in here. Nobody told me that we'd found a home for the cat. Oh, that's true. Nobody told me we found a home. So I walk in the door that night after doing whatever I was doing, work, something, I don't know. And play. Mom's all, oh, the cat's gone. And I said, do what? (laughs) She goes, yeah, yeah, we found a home for it. And I was like, oh, we did. Okay, that was. When were you going to tell me? (laughs) Nice, nice to know. Like, thanks. I didn't want to say bye or anything. Like, that's cool, whatever. It just had to happen. It all came together. It was just perfect timing and it had to happen. So, so she's good and all is well. Yeah. And you've been gone for two weeks and you haven't noticed and it's all good. I haven't had to clean the litter box. I haven't had to feed, feed the cat. We discussed that last time. If you would tell me that I I would do it. I know. But we don't have a cat now. So I guess that's not important. I know. Last night. Kennedy and Wyatt were arguing over feeding the dog. That's a and shocker. Yeah, it sure was. I said, um, hello, why are the two of you arguing over feeding the dog? You haven't fed the dog in like two or three weeks. Not that our <laughs> dog hasn't been fed because I feed the right, dog. Right, but the kids yeah. don't do it. Yeah, the kids don't do it. So, yeah. Wyatt wasn't even excited to see me when I got home today. I was so mad. Zeus was excited to see you. Oh, yeah. Dog. Zeus jumped, like knocked me over. Wyatt was eating breakfast, though, so he didn't want to be bothered. Well, and you know what Wyatt said when I went in the bedroom and I said, Sissy's home. And he said, which one? I don't know why, because Kennedy's been home. He don't said, even remember me? I said, Tarson, because <laughs> that's how he says your name. Yeah, <laughs> Tarson. And um, he's like, I thought she was going to be gone for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, she was gone for a long time. She was gone for two weeks. And he said, that's not long time. <laughs> so I guess he So was, I wasn't gone long enough exactly. for Exactly. He was still putting it all together. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yep, he was putting it all together. So you haven't had to uh, be here while L. was recovering from his surgery. You No. I, yeah. I actually haven't even seen him in person yet since I've been home. Like, when were I got, you gone when we had the surgery? Uh-uh. I was oh, here. Okay, you were here. Yeah. You left. I don't even remember when you left. I left the Saturday. Seventh, the 7th. It the was 7th. like a Tuesday. Oh, no, it was a Wednesday. Thursday. Thursday. I left a Thursday. Oh, so that was the day of the surgery. You left the same day. No. Oh. He had had it like a whole week before I left. He had it that Monday, remember? And I left Thursday. Okay. I don't know. So many weeks. My days run all together. He had it while I was here. Okay. Yeah. So... He had it while you were here, and then, but you haven't got to be a part of uh, the recovery so far, and he's been shed hunting. He's doing great. He's been shed hunting. Does he still have the thing on? He still has his um, brace on. He's still a one-armed bandit. But the funniest thing is um, when he woke up from surgery, you know, he's like loopy. He's never had surgery before. I can't believe he's he's 43 years old. He's never been like under anesthesia Never been under anesthesia. And he thought this was going to be a breeze. And it oh, I know. LW's like, oh, like, I got this. Like, it's not good. Like, that's how LW is. He's like, oh, I got yeah. it. Like, he's and he's done well, but yeah. it's not been the breeze that he thought it was going to be. Right. But he was so funny because he kept saying that I was a good wife, which I am a good wife. So he must have known what he was talking about then. 
But then he started asking me about you and did you get your homework done? I'm like, where is this coming from? Well, he still knows what he's talking about because that's a pretty (laughs) common question in our house. It is a common question. question. Is your homework done? It is. It is. So he was pretty funny, but he he snapped out of it pretty quick, and he I didn't get anything like. He said I thought he funny. said something else you, in that video you showed me. Like he asked if I got my homework done, and then he said something about something about me, like oh she's good or something like that. Yeah, like, I don't know. He was just he it was, was funny. saying some funny he stuff. He was like half asleep, and he's like oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those nurses they must see a lot of stuff as she was giggling and laughing and carrying on. I was thinking about Gus and Zeus. And oh gosh, that day that like we couldn't figure out what Zeus was doing, and oh yeah, Zeus was like sitting at our garage door, like inside the house, just sitting at the door, like like something was going on. Yeah, we, we couldn't figure it out. So we opened the door to go. Le- we were leaving. We yeah, were going where, to. Where were we going? Up to that new house. We we're going or to something? see the new house. Yeah, yeah. we we're, we we're going, and we opened the door, and Gus is in our garage, and we walk outside, and Gus had peed all over. Our stairs in yeah, the garage. Right when you walk out our garage right, door. Yeah. So that's what was driving Zeus crazy. Yeah. So then Zeus goes darting out the door and they're out in the yard playing. And when they play, they slobber all over all each other over because each Gus other. has a slobbering problem. I don't know why. <laughs> but that dog produces more saliva than like the entire human race. So he's slobbering all over him. I'm trying, I'm out there chasing Zeus, trying to get him in the car. So we get Zeus While back. While we're trying to get Zeus in the car, though, Gus jumps up in the front seat. Yeah. In Carson's lap. Yeah. He just it just gets in there. So, so then he's hanging over the console and he's drooling on top of me. Well, so the best part is I text Dale before we even leave and I said, your dog is at our house. And he replies, ha ha. Yeah. I'm like, come come get it. Little did we know he lost him on a run. Yeah, they were out running and Zeus just, or Gus just took off and he was like, oh, cool. Like, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> So we had to take him back down there. We had to borrow a, a roll of paper towels from Dale so we there could clean the car up. Everywhere. Oh, it was so nasty. <laughs> Mom thought she was going to hurl. Oh, it was gross. It was I mean, so he literally filthy. was dripping saliva all over me, down in the console, down in the um, cup holders. It was just I know. Mom's gross. like pressed up against the door, like trying to drive and not get not get slobber on her. It was so great. Ugh, it's just gross. I can take anything like that with my kids, but. Not yeah. other people, not other animals. None this of was that kind of an eventful couple hours because it was that happened. So then we go up to the new house, right? And they were calling for thunderstorms or whatever that yeah, night. Yeah, And we get up to the house, and it just starts dumping rain and thunder and lightning. And and you were texting back and forth with Natalie, and Natalie's like, there's a tornado well, up in no, your... No, so Natalie accidentally called me. Oh, that's right. That's she right. did not mean to call me. She thought she was calling Kelsey, and she didn't realize it wasn't Kelsey until after the conversation, because she's like, hey, like, like, are you okay? Like, you know, like, there's some tornadoes and, like, warnings and stuff coming through right now. Like, and she's like, it's in Statesville right now. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I was like... <laughs> I'm in Statesville. I was like, I'm in Statesville. And she's like, wait, what? And I'm like, yeah, we're at the new house. And she's like, oh, my God, thank God I called you. She's like, get to cover and I was like, oh, my God. So it's me, Wyatt, Mom, LW, and Tanner, Tanner. Pittman was with us. And we have this concrete room in the basement. So we're all sitting in this concrete room. On buckets, on, mind you. On five-gallon buckets, yeah. yeah. And there's, like, sawdust everywhere because they've been working. And so, like, our pants were, like, white. And Wyatt is, like, scared, scared to death. to death. He wants us to get in the car and go back home. Yeah, he wants to go home. And we're like, buddy, like, it's going towards home. We don't want to do this. And then Kennedy was home. Well, she was home by herself, but she was going to go down to mom's. Well, she was going to my dad's and dad oh, yeah, wouldn't then. answer the phone. Yeah. So then I said, we'll go to Mimi's and then, but she's like, there's a tornado coming. And so she got in the traverse and drove down to, to Mimi's house. It was kind of, yeah, it was, it was nuts. Only we our, probably only sat us. in that room about a half hour. Yeah. 
Like, because Eldub and Tanner went out to move that car, and then they put Zeus in the car. I don't know why they put Zeus in the car, but they did. And me and Wyatt and Mom were were just (laughs) sitting in this room like, what the heck is going on? (laughs) Like, this would only happen to us. And, like, I was scared, but I was trying not to be, like, too scared because Wyatt was really freaked out. And I was like, this is awful. (laughs) So everybody always asks me, they're like, so we we like you just because you're normal people we're normal people yeah this is our life i think we said that last podcast <laughs> we're happens. normal people like <laughs> this is what happens in the household we yeah too funny so what you got on your agenda coming up here you got racing yep we're gonna race t- or wednesday night and then finishing up some school i suppose yep yep, yep. yep. we got spring break trip coming up Sorry oh i about forgot that. about that yeah there's an auto fair at the speedway and I got contacted about putting my go-kart out there. So they're gonna, oh, I'm nice. going to be out there from the 6th to the 9th, I think it is, nice. with my go-kart. Cool. So come check it out if you're in the area. I read some, yeah, that the auto fair over the Speedway. They've got some cool stuff going on there Yeah, that he, weekend. Yeah. So. Probably have cool car collections and stuff like that. So oh, it's pretty neat. I saw that Junior Motorsports is looking for an event planner coordinator-ish type person. Oh, really? I saw it in an email or something, I think. <laughs> and I just would like to say... You must be talking about the foundation position, which is a part of event planning. Sure. I would just like to say <laughs> that I planned a party while I was in California for my dad's grand opening. Whew. You did a good job. Somebody put me on. Is there a TV show about parties? Because I should be on it. There's probably event planning TV shows on like TLC and stuff. Yeah. Put me on there. It was cool. It was so. Oh, wow. It was so good. Well, I you can be on our committee here because we need lots of help. Like, you know, we don't. We sign me up. Yeah, I, volunteers. Mm, I'm so Pinterest. I get all those ideas. Ooh. Mm, so Pinterest. So good. The so Pinterest. Good. Yeah, from the Pinterest. The my dears. Um, the Pinterest. All right, so enough about Pinterest. We need to talk hair. This is my favorite hairspray. Oh my goodness. I love that dry shampoo. So last week I mentioned that I love like my travel size products, but I have a new favorite one by TG that I took from Natalie's office actually. Did you use up all your travel stuff while you were gone? Quite a bit of it. And I actually had people come, like, there's some girls at the racetrack, and they came over and they're like, hey, do you have your hairspray with you today? Because <laughs> I was taking a picture of it one day to post on Instagram, and the girl came over and like, hey, do you have your hairspray today? Like, I really need it. <laughs> so, come in handy. So, I was sponsoring out some hairspray. So, spray. you were sharing, sharing the love. Yeah. So, I got it from Natalie because I was telling her that, you know, like, I felt like my hair needed some more shine and whatever. So, she gave me the head rush spray. And it is amazing. And it gives my hair, like, the greatest shine. Like, I just... I love it. And I typically, like, when I try stuff out, like, I, it's hard for me to notice a difference, but, like, I really have noticed a difference. I know. And for me, I get worried about products like that because, you know, I sort of have oily hair already, and so I don't want too much shine. So is it... It's really not because I was worried about that, too, because I kind of get... My hair gets oily, and, and it's not as bad as yours, but it does. And so... Oh, um I have bad hair? No, I just mean it doesn't <laughs> get as oily as yours. No, we don't have bad hair because we have TG products. That's right. But, no, it doesn't get oily and it smells, like, super, super good. Like, after I use it, my room smells like... All right. Well, so, Natalie brought some, so let me be the judge. Oh, my gosh. That stuff does smell good. That is amazing. So, now I need some of this, too, Producer Natalie. Yeah. Good stuff. Get her on it. So, if you want to try Bedhead's Head Rush Shine Spray or any other awesome product from TG, you can find them at your local Fantastic Sam's. For a location near you, visit FantasticSam's.com. All right, Carson, well, it's been another fun show here in the Exalta studio, and we certainly want to thank Exalta for all that they do here, um, not only for Dirty My Radio, but for Junior Motorsports and all the different things that they're involved in. I get to go and visit them, I think, next week. I'm excited. Do you want to take me with you? Yeah, maybe so. Where you go- Where's it at? We are going to Philly. Oh, Philadelphia. Yes. 
I'll We've go. been there before. I've never been. Oh, yeah, yeah we went we did. for we my school field trip. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. well, I'll, we'll follow up and see if mom takes me with her. But um, I think our first two shows have been super fun. I like it. They've been good. I hope you guys have enjoyed them, and thanks for listening, and we will chat with you next time. This race center update brought to you by Exalta. Junior Motorsports claimed a NASCAR Xfinity Series victory at Phoenix over the weekend with Justin Algar outlasting Eric Jones to win the DC Solar 200. With the win, Algar won his first $100,000 prize as part of the Dash for Cash program. The win was Junior Motorsports' first of 2017 and it capped an overall good weekend for the company. Rookie William Byron showed off his new Exalta paint scheme on the number nine Chevrolet by winning his first career pole award. The Exalta team finished fourth, Elliott Sadler fifth, and Michael Lynette at ninth to give all of Dale Jr.'s drivers top 10 finishes. The Exalta Customer Experience Center officially opens in May during All-Star Race Week here in Charlotte. Located on the campus of Hendrick Motorsports, the CEC will be a training facility for Exalta's customers while showcasing products, technology, and innovation. You can follow Exalta Racing on all social media accounts at Exalta Racing. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 